if it's the truth that sets us free uh, into the capacity to walk in that truth, so understanding the truth is what enables you and empowers you to walk in the truth that you understand. Uh, like Jesus said in John 8, where he says that uh, my disciples uh, shall abide in my word, and when they continue in it, they shall know the truth, and the truth shall set them free. So that's what he said in John 8. So if it's knowing the word of God, or revelation, and understanding the revelation of God, whether experientially or intellectually or whatever it is, that enables us to walk in the fullness of Christ, then that would suggest that what we are lacking in terms of being more like Christ is truth. That we don't need anything uh, external besides a better revelation, ultimately. And that's not, you know, a better revelation about the simple things, about the cross or about, you know, the Lordship of Christ or any of these things. But it's the, it's the, the intricacies of the gospel. You know, if, if you don't know, for example, if you don't know that you can put your hand on a person in Jesus' name and pray for them to be healed, then you will never see someone healed through the laying on of hands. So whether or not you agree that it's through revelation that the power of God is, is outworked, uh, it is. Because if you don't know that Jesus Christ is Lord, you can't give your life to Him. And if you don't give your life to Him, you're not going to be saved. So it's through the knowledge of Jesus Christ as Lord that you will be saved, right? Or uh, if you don't know that you can pray for people and see their lives changed, you're never going to see that happen. So it's the knowledge and the revelation and the truth that will set you free into the capacity to walk in that very truth. And we aren't walking in the fullness of the stature of the measure of Christ, like it says in Ephesians 4, where as a, as a church growing into a more wholesome and uh, you know delicious outworking of Christ, but honestly, it's been 2,000 years and we're not really there. Uh, a lot of the early church, I think, were um, further ahead than we are, but... Uh, the trajectory would suggest that in the past hundred years that seems to be changing now. People are kind of coming to, to know Christ. Uh, street evangelism is pretty wild, or at least it was wild like a couple of years ago anyway. I don't know what it's really doing now. Um, but, you know, there's just been like a resurgence of the supernatural and of visions and of the prophetic and all that kind of stuff. But that's through the knowledge and through the outpouring of the revelation, right? So it is through the pursuit of God in the spirit of revelation that we can come to the knowledge of the truth and by it walk in the fullness of Christ, in a great well, a more of the fullness of Christ than what we were before. The only difference between you and an Islamic fighter who is you know, just doing crazy stuff and hurting people is you have a different revelation about God. That is the only difference between you. We believe that God is loving and kind and wants to bless people, and they believe God wants to kill everyone who's his enemy. And... That's just a difference in revelation, honestly. They, their God is, is the devil at the end of the day. That's our understanding of it. But what does that mean for us? It means that we don't need to be looking for you know, all these things, like different programs, different bloody, I don't know, things to go to or whatever. We just need revelation. And revelation is only really going to come from one of maybe three places. And I guess it can all kind of be brought back to one place, which is the Holy Spirit, right? But uh, there's a lot of people out there with the Holy Spirit, and not a lot of people out there with really good revelation, in my opinion. So 
whatever you want to think about that. But I'd say that the three best ways to get good revelation are by spending time with the Holy Spirit, speaking in tongues a lot, um, and listening to Him directly through studying effectively the Word of God, the New Testament, and through listening to sermons and teaching from people who are doing the things in God that we want to be doing. People like David Hogan, who is raising the dead, or uh, Curry Blake, who's seeing you know, 97 to 100% of people he prays for healed over like a 30-year time frame, whatever. There's people with like crazy results who, by their own preaching, say that when they teach people, the people start to see the same results. And that's because the power comes through the revelation, because the power of Christ is accessible to all people equally. And that is in itself a revelation, ironically. The revelation and understanding in and of itself isn't that which has power. It's Jesus that has power. But Jesus moves through understanding because he moves through faith. And faith is the thing in which you put your trust. And you can only put your trust in that which you understand and which you know, right? So you have to know what you believe in order to believe it. Otherwise, you're not believing it. You're just being ignorant. And it says in the book of Hosea that God's people perish. They die from their lack of understanding. And that is 100% true as of today. Psalm 91 promises deliverance from every kind of evil. It promises deliverance from sickness, from random tragedy, random accidents. promises uh, protection from attacks, from, man, literally, you name it. There, there is no event in the whole world that can, that can hurt us that isn't in that one psalm, Psalm 91. Or in um, the book of Luke, Jesus says that you shall trample on snake and scorpion and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Those are the promises and the standards of God in this world for us to walk in in Jesus Christ. And yet, we are dying and perishing for our lack of understanding. And that doesn't mean we live forever, but we don't die prematurely, you know. There are people out there who are dying much, much before their time because uh, they and we don't seem to understand fully what Christ is calling us to walk in and how to walk in it. And the only thing that is going to separate you in this moment from you being the one who walks in it is a revelation. So you need to get a revelation of God better than what you have right now. Unless you are exactly walking perfectly like Christ right now. In which case, please get a word of knowledge about my mobile number and get a word of knowledge about my destiny and tell me and then I'll believe you. But, and honestly, I think there's probably people out there who can do that. But I don't know why you'd be listening to my podcast. Um, but anyway, last year in India, we were, um, there, I was there for only a few months, maybe three months, but, uh, the guy I went with John was there for like six months, um, before he came back, just kind of funny because, uh, we meant to be there together, but then I had to come back early for a, um, a family reason, but, um, he's just there like age 18 by himself in the middle of India. <laughs> anyway, we are, um, I was seeking the Lord pretty intensely this one given week. And I was over at the local uh, American missionary guy's house. And we were just watching the movie Interstellar. Like, it wasn't anything um, anything spiritual going on there. And maybe, like, an hour through the movie, everyone in the room uh, saw an explosion of light come from the middle of the room. Not from near a light or near a wall or near an electrical port or anything like that. It was a light from the middle of the room, just above my head that exploded out and we all saw it as a different color and we were all just kind of silent afterwards just wondering what's going on 
um, one of the more visibly supernatural experiences I've had in my life. But I believe that that was an, an angelic encounter, and more specifically, I believe that was an angel of revelation, because, and I mean, I guess angels are just messengers, right? So theoretically, every angel should be a, uh, a, an angel of revelation. But this one, I don't know, it just seemed to have a lot more information or something, because the revelations that I had after that moment uh, have changed the way that I've viewed the world. There were things and mental patterns that I was, you know, lies that I was believing and just wrong ways of thinking that were just crippled and destroyed and torn out of me over the next couple of days from that moment that I had been struggling with for years. Just, uh, you know, lines of thought that I didn't understand that God gave me as revelation in the in the couple of days following that. And it's just, uh, you hear that little sound from the back of my throat that just now? That was weird. Anyway, it was just um, so, just made it so obvious the need that we have for, for revelation. Because revelation can take a person out of depression in a moment. Not that I was depressed. That wasn't, I wasn't um, even in a place of depression and yet I, I greatly benefited. Let alone a person who is, you know, low or uh, just crushed by the weight of depression or anxious thoughts and all these kind of things that you can just never escape, you know, these people every day killing themselves and running away from their own mind or what they perceive to be their own mind. And really what they need is a revelation. They need a revelation of the freedom of God from the devil and from the demon that is harassing them and of the truth so that they're not tormented by false ways of thinking. And both are necessary for, for mental illness deliverance from a from an actual demon and the truth about the, the way that we ought to be thinking but it is revelation that is the key to freedom because we shall know the truth and the truth shall set us free so ask god for a revelation in jesus name i just pray for anyone listening to this right now that god would reveal to you tonight and today the the foundations of the gospel the simple things that we have heard a million times that they would become real and that the truth of the deliverance and the salvation of the gospel and of the cross would be made real to us in a tangible way in jesus name